I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right. I'm really excited to share that Scott Bergmeier, who's the founder and the CEO of Creative Solutions, this episode is epic, right? Why is it so epic? Because as an entrepreneur, we have the conversation about having a legacy business or a lifestyle business. Now, there's a big difference between the two, and Scott describes it a little bit. We share a conversation around it. During the episode, we also talk about sustainability and products products that are built to create you to be self-serving is very important. And then integrating products like technology solutions and, you know, and what feeds into the support, the time, the effort, and the energy of why we have technology solutions within business and why that is so important. Okay. Another big part of this episode, we have a conversation. You know, We're in the personal development space, both Scott and myself about, you know, working ourselves out of a job. Now, why do we do that? Because, you know, you, like Scott says in this conversation, you either work out or you work up. And working up is operating at a higher order and being 36 months ahead of the client, right? Thinking ahead of the client and being able to initiate with asking the right questions and being bold enough to initiate you know, solutions and outcomes that maybe they're not thinking of. And so there's a really rich point in the episode that we talk about working up and, you know, working ourselves essentially out of a job. But both Scott and I agree that's kind of what we're meant to do, right? We're with you now. We jump into companies, organizations, and individuals, and we get you to the goal. We get you there faster because essentially that's where we spend our time, right? Every day we have these types of conversations that move the needle. And so I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Um, you know, a big piece too that I really enjoyed that Scott and I talked about is the concept of, are you staying relevant? Now, Scott says to stay relevant, you need to think, you need to pay attention, you need to read, and you need to be relatable. And I think that formula of those four core things, are you staying relevant, I think is very, very powerful. So enjoy the episode. I know I did. Scott's a phenomenal human. We've gotten to know each other. I respect everything that they do at Creative Solutions. So enjoy and until next week. Thank you. All right. Welcome back to 22 Minutes to Having It All podcast. Now, today we have Scott Bergmeier. You know, Scott is the founder and the CEO of Creative Solutions. He loves leading people and growing organizations, optimizing opportunities. Um, He understands too that all those things are not for the faint of heart because it takes courage, drive, discipline, and all those good things um, to make that your reality. And so, Scott, this is going to be a really rich conversation today, and I'm just grateful you're with us. Oh, Marlo, thank you for having me. And I think we should lower the expectation. Maybe we're not going to say rich. We'll say it's a middle-class conversation. (laughs) That way we can 
under promise and over deliver. Hey, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And our audience is absolutely going to eat this up. I know that you yourself are our podcaster. And for people that don't know you, Scott, can you give us just a better understanding as what you do as a founder and a CEO of Creative Solutions? Like, why did you create that company and who are you serving in that space? <laughs> the foundation, the founder story is interesting because not a ton of people know, but I, w- I will share your audience may be some of the first people to know. I actually created the company because I was bored at work. So I was working a full-time job and I had capacity and I was not being used to my full capacity. And I said, huh, there's a need out there. So I, I created the company. And what we really do as an organization is we're an optimization firm. And we look at process, talent, and optimization. So we'll do things like Lean, Six Sigma, process improvement, strategy, curriculum design. Uh, We may dabble in technology. What we find is there's usually some interconnection there. Right. I say it in a fun way. Uh, (laughs) Our goal is to make things not suck for our clients. There's something slowing you down or, or dragging you down. And I really see my role as the founder CEO is to say, how do we grow the company in a thoughtful and purpose, purposeful way? Yeah. And that's fair. And, you know, everybody that's listening to this, they're, re, you know, that's, they're resonating because, you know, we're entrepreneurs, right? We're taking the path with most resistance, the path least charted. And, you know, you have to kind of step up. I love the fact though, Scott, that you share that this became a business out of boredom. Brilliant. <laughs> Kudos to you. <laughs> how long ago is that? How many years have you been uh, in this space? 12. It's 12 now. So and, and for eight of those, I was I was working in, in industry and finally really just got to the point where I was turning enough work away. And I was like, why am I working this many hours um, and turning work away. And I told my wife, I'm like, I think let's try it for six months and let's see what happens. And yeah, I wish I would have done it 10 years ago. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there a level of freedom, Scott, that you have of being an entrepreneur and the CEO of your own company and being able to chart the path? I mean, give us some insight there because people are always curious about that when you're looking to have it all right. That's where we support people in our space. Um, how does freedom play into this for you? And does it look different than when you were in your, let's say, corporate gig? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a couple layers of freedom or a couple perspectives of freedom. One is you get to do what you want. So I I can choose what do we want to work on and what do we not want to work on. Um, you don't get that always in a in a corporate role unless you happen to be, you know, top of the food chain it, there. And even then you have a board of directors providing you feedback for direction. So you have some freedom there. Um, You have some freedom to say, you know, what products or what things do we want to create and do? I think that's what energizes me the most Mm, is what, what are those new things, new offerings, new service lines, whatever you want to call that, that, our clients, current and perspective, want to latch on to. And then I think there's the freedom to say, you know, do you want to build a, a lifestyle business or a legacy business? What's the difference? 
Oh, great. Uh, lifestyle, <laughs> yeah, lifestyle businesses. I want to build the business. I want to make enough money to pay the bills so I can travel or see the grandkids or whatever that is for you. Um, legacy businesses. I want to build a business that um, I can turn over or I can sell. And you have the freedom to make that decision and how you approach business will look different depending on which one are you doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for a lot of the listeners, you know, time freedom um, for me personally is a big thing. That's one of the reasons why I chose to develop a personal brand over 10 years ago. It was like actually 10 years this year, which, you know, I think it's important. You know, I just knew myself well enough. I have a four day work week, right? That was, that was important to me. Not everybody. I mean, like you said, there's, there is a difference there. And I, I appreciate you sharing as people are listening, it's not all one size fits all, right? You can do things in the way you, you know, that you'd like. And um, there's a lot of responsibility, I think, that goes with it. So, so did you know, Scott, like when you started this, that you were going after the legacy piece or, or, or not? Yeah. At the beginning, it really was trying to release some boredom and learn and grow make a little money. I mean, I, I think of, oh, it, it helped us go on a couple fun vacations and let us do some things as a family because uh, there was some extra income. And then when I made the transition in 2018, my mind was, okay, I, need, I think we need to go legacy direction. And I kind of set my goal to say, okay, in five years, I would like the 2018 be the baseline, and I would like to have a factor of 10 growth. And to go on the path and say, hey, is that even possible? Can we even build a legacy? <laughs> and we did that in three. Kudos so, to you. I mean, yeah, come was, on, 36 was, months, it, right? Like crazy. Yeah. That's mind blowing. Yeah. And then, so then it, then you start to think about the growth curve. And you have to build infrastructure, both physical infrastructure, cloud infrastructure, process infrastructure, and hiring employees. You know, we have five employees, which when I think we've never had employees before. And so now you're like, oh, you, yeah, we got to figure out benefits and we got to figure out payroll and all of those things. And then how do you start to scale? And that's when you think about the growth curve and you go through these kind of, you you have an increase and then a plateau and an increase and a plateau, which is pretty typical for, for growing a business. Those plateaus are important to look at where, what infrastructure do you need to be able to sustain and grow the business? Right. So that's what you do today. I mean, growing organizations, optimizing, oh, yeah. you know, everything that you're doing, you're leading by example because you're doing it yourself. So integrity. Yeah. Well, in theory, you're doing it yourself. Well, and no, but I mean, sometimes when you, you trip and you think, huh. <laughs> yeah. we teach this stuff and we, how did we trip? <laughs> oh, we all trip, my friend. We all know that. Yeah. I've, uh, I've fallen flat a few times, but, uh, but no. Okay. So let's go there. I mean, what keeps you sustaining? So I always like to say, you know, don't create something that you can't sustain. Okay. What does sustainability mean for your organization today? And how do you transfer that to the clients that you work with? Yeah, we look at sustainability as 
it's really products that customers want or need. And it may be, you know, Henry Ford, one of my favorite quotes from him is, if I ask my customers what they want, they'll tell me a faster horse. So sometimes we're going to create products that customers don't even know they need yet. They say they need a faster horse, but what they really need is transportation, reliable and fast transportation from point A to B. So some of it is products that they can get their hands on and become self-serving in some ways. The other is, I believe highly in integrating products. So if we do a training class or we do you know, a, a technology solution, what is the wraparound that we can provide as the value add? Yes, you could say, hey, we're going we're gonna to help onboard you to this, this technology platform to save you time, effort, energy, reduce your cost, whatever it is. But what else do we do around that to support you? And our viewpoint continues to be, we're going to work ourselves out of a job with every client. That if we're with a client, year over year over year, and 10 years later, we're still doing some of the same stuff with them, we haven't been fair to that client. I love that. Yeah. I'm in the same pursuit. And it's funny because clients will say that. They're like, okay, you got me to the goal. You just got yourself out of a job. And I said, yeah, that's 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 the challenge that I set for myself. Totally. And, you know, because as in what we do in this space and in development and, you know, people and organization that, you know, that's, that's the point. It's like, we want to better ourselves. We don't have to be in the room with them. Um, We can, you know, bless and release and accept the next, the next thing, because that's what gives us the joy. I think, how do you relate to that, Scott? Yeah, I love to see the growth and either we work ourselves out or we work ourselves up. So it might be, oh, we were doing some some leadership training with with client A, and now they're they're feeling really good, and they're and now they would like us to work on strategy with them. Or so I think if you're doing higher order things, you're growing up with that client while they grow, you grow. Or it could be, hey, we want you to to develop these leaders, and they carry that content forward or, Hey, we want to, you know, we want to build a a culture of improvement and you train people. Here's how, here's problem solving process improvement methodology. And they take that and they run with it and they, and they do that ongoing. Well, every now and again, they may come back and say, Oh, we have this really intense project. Can you, can you coach us? Yeah. You're working at a higher order. So that to me is what motivates it's really you're going out or up alongside them. No, and that's fair. And that's the thing too. I mean, we just resurged our podcast after podcasting for five years because we have grown. We know that our audience has grown. So we did that exact thing. We The conversations look different. The information we shared on this platform is different only because everybody moved up, right? And when we go up, we naturally bring others up with us. And I'm a full believer in that. And it's always that continued space of, of self-improvement and um, it just makes everything better, right? And I think that that's a, a fair challenge experience guides us. And so that's that's very important. When are you aware of that though? I mean, is it, do you find yourself, Scott, like 
making the call for a company like, hey, you guys are bigger than you think? Or do you find it the other way around? Yeah, I always think in my conversation with our team is, and while some of our clients are going to hear this and think, oh, wow, really? (laughs) I always believe we have to be 18 to 24 to 36 months ahead of the client and and thinking of, hey, where do I think they're going to go? Not necessarily to push them or steer them in a specific direction, but where do I think? And to always be talking like, okay, where are you going to go next? I was doing coaching with a client this morning. And I say, you know, we've, we've been doing kind of this coaching regiment for the last year. And we should start to think, is this, are we capped? And then what does that look like in the future? And, and shifting that. So I believe you have to be ahead. And just if you've earned the trust to be bold and say, hey, I think we should consider this step forward. You bring up a good point. I mean, I always like to transfer and share that, you know, when you initiate, that's about the sexiest word in business, right? Initiate a solution, a concept, and an idea. And you being 36 months ahead, you can initiate, right? You can think bigger and further and guide. And I think there's power in that. And when somebody comes to you in that conversation says, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking this through. Like, this is what, this is my thought. Like, what do you think? How do you, I mean, like, I think that's just mind-blowing for most. And a lot of people don't give them spells, um, themselves the space to initiate. I love that. And it's really, really about asking the right questions and just being a bit bold to say, have you considered? Right. Yeah. Well, this is the thing you and I have found in common too, which is funny because we had this conversation. You refer to yourself as Mavericks. You know, I wrote the book, The Making of a Maverick. We, we've had a, a brief conversation about that, you know, that independent, unbridled thinker and that spirit and, you know, willing to be bold, willing to take the lead and chart the path. I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. How important is that in today's business spectrum? Like the way that we're operating today, how vital is it? I mean, the reality is if you don't have at least a person in your circle as an organization, you can maintain for a time period. What will happen is competition will come eat you. Fact. That is just the hard reality. In business now, we can say, well, it's unfair, it's not right, whatever. Just the reality is, you know, the old the old saying, you're either making dust or eating dust, I, I think is one piece. The other piece is, are you making new dust? Right. Well, and when you stay small, you play small. And I don't think anybody wants to play small, but here's the thing. I, I think a lot of people just get stuck and they're not even aware that they are. And so I would challenge anybody who's listening to this. I mean, what are the growth initiatives that you have made a reality in the last 12 months? I mean, what what technology has moved the needle? What conversations? What, you know, And just look at yourself in that space and say, am I thinking bigger or am I playing safe? Big conversation. Yeah, I think it really is about, are you staying relevant? Mm, talk about that. So you could say, hey, I, I am an expert in this style of, of leadership or this, this technology. Think about just techno- how technology has changed. Does anyone use Lotus 123? <laughs> Oh my God, I haven't heard that. <laughs> wow, Scott. Are you going, no. Are you, are you, 
or you go out and you, I mean, there, there's, there's a couple cool websites where you can look at what did Amazon look like in 1994 compared to the Amazon site to today. So Nuts. are you staying relevant based on what the market needs, not what you think? I've worked with people who are very, very smart people and they don't adjust their language or they don't adjust their philosophies to align with what the market needs. They become irrelevant. So how do we stay in that space? How do we stay cutting edge? I mean, like, yeah, how, how do we stay cutting edge? Now, I pride myself on being cutting edge. You know, we launched a podcast like way before most people did before mm-hmm. podcasting was cool. Now it's our number one feeder platform. It's, it's top 10 globally. It, it's, and it's a lot of fun, right? But we knew our audience well enough to say, hey, they need this, they want this, and it's proven. So how do we stay relevant? There are pieces of you have, you have to take time to think. You have to pay attention to what's going on around you. You have to read. People will ask me, well, how, you know, how much do you read? I would say I consume probably at least 50 books a year. It's probably closer to 100. So, yeah, Earl Nightingale has a saying, and I'm sure you know this, Scott, that if you spend an hour of study a day in your chosen field, you'd be a national expert in five years or less. You know, I, I accepted that when I got into this space knowing that I'm always going to put myself in the room with somebody who's 10 times smarter than I am, which I'm great with because I love being in that space, you know, like learning from others. But yeah, you have to study. You have to spend a little time in research. And if you do that for just a little bit every day, you can get so much further than you thought you you possibly could. And then you have to make it relatable. True. You have to say, okay, I'm an expert or I have this knowledge base or this foundation. And then you have to, you have to try it out with people and which means you have to speak, which means you have to interact, which means you have to see how do people react to that in a positive or negative way? Because I could be the smartest person ever, ever, ever. But if I can't relate it to people. It's nothing. Okay. So this is 22 minutes. We're kind of coming into the close. I think people could be listening to this for a long time, Scott, just because the conversation is so rich. Any entrepreneurs like eating this alive because we're talking about the basics. I mean, Nothing about this episode right now is mind-blowing. It's the basics, but how easy we forget the basics. We make things so hard. And what you're saying is so important. I mean, to be relevant, think, pay attention, read, and be relatable. I mean, my God, it could it get any better than that. So when I say that, um, I'm going to segue into you are hosting your team, the Become More Conference. I'm excited to say that you've selected me to be one of those people who gets to influence your audience. But tell us about it. What is it? Why did you guys launch it? And when is it? Yeah. So the Become More Conference is all about sharing knowledge and content across leadership, facilitation, process, talent. And our whole idea was let's, there's great people around who want to share their knowledge and share perspective. And let's do that. We also have an interesting spin. So it is November. Of course, you're going to ask me dates and I don't have that. You know, you would think I would just know that off the top of my head. Uh, It is November 16, 17, and 18. And we do have a couple things that are unique. Every day we kick off with a speaker who also has a book. And we finish that day, you can actually opt in for special sessions with those authors. So you can actually 
pick up a copy of the book. We'll mail you a copy of the book or books that you select. And then you can spend time with the author in a little book club in that afternoon. And our whole goal is let's share. Let's share knowledge. Let's share information. And let's all become more. Mm. You know, and the power of that, like we could all use that right now. It doesn't matter at what phase you're in or where you see yourself, whether you're a beginner in the business or maybe you're a seasoned um, CEO. I know that there's value there and I'm excited about it. I think it's phenomenal, Scott, that you and the team have created this opportunity for others. Um, it's going to be a great learning experience. So 72 hours of greatness. Um, anybody listening to this, we'll put the link in the show notes so you can get access to it. But I think it's very, very powerful. Okay, so before we leave, and we always love to ask people because this is the Having It All podcast. Scott, what does having it all mean to you? It really is about having the ability to do fun and great things with clients and sharing and growing with each other together, as well as getting time to spend with family and and doing the things that we love to do truly together. Mm, Brilliant. Yeah, I, I couldn't say it any more. I mean, that's that's absolutely you know, doing great things with clients, sharing, growing, being with family. I mean, that's full body, right? Isn't that the essence of having it all? Living a big life. I think we're all destined to do that. Some of us take the challenge and accept it and go for it. Others choose to sit on the sidelines, which is fine. But I would encourage anybody who's listening to this, get in the game because life is rich and there's a there's a, a lot of fun to be had. And so I just want to encourage you, and I'm sure, Scott, you feel the same way. It's important, right? People are our greatest assets. And the more that we can see that and be that, we can have more of it. So excellent point. Okay, where can we find you, Scott? How can we connect to you? Easiest way is on LinkedIn. If you search for me, Scott Berkmeyer, you can get me at creativesolutionsgp.com are probably the two fastest ways. Excellent. Scott, this was so much fun. Thank you, friend. This was delightful. I know our audience is enjoying this episode. And uh, so you can find more details about Scott Bergmeier and the, as the founder and CEO of Creative Solutions in today's show notes, also on our website at marlohiggins.com. Thank you for listening today. And we look forward to having you again next week. So thank you, Scott. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released and leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.